You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, the Binge Sportscast. Pro sports, pro sports, aren't what they used to be in the season of COVID-19. Bumble playoffs, basketball, hockey, and no fans at the MLB. But when you're talking football, hard-hitting football, you know we talk that shit all night. Cause there's still those same old drunk-ass fanboys who never get their runtime tight. You see the heart of the sportscast is still beating. Cause PJ and TM are still breathing. Now the other sports can go back a seating. Cause the heart of the sportscast, heart of the sportscast is still beating. Detroit, Jersey, oh, what's up everybody, welcome to this week's Binge Sportscast, I am your host, TM, stranded for a week by my usual partner, PJ. Instead, I'm bringing in a special guest because we got a couple hot topics to talk about that I know he is our resident expert on, that being the B-ball, and that being Mr. Chad C. Chad, what's going on, brother? What the fuck is up, man? (laughs) Been a minute. What's up is the uh, Miami Heat are wearing pink uniforms on a (laughs) basketball court, and I've watched so much basketball lately, and I still don't understand what this is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like like neon threw up on the other, and there's a little spray paint. It's this pretty gross jerseys. They're not not good. Not good. One day a year, we could get away with this, and that would be Mother's Day, but uh, (laughs) all the catchers with the catcher gear, the pink catcher gear, you know, that's fine. I'm sure that's the only day they want to wear it, too. So, So, uh, so what's going on, man? I uh, got a photo today, photo text of what you're drinking tonight. Why don't you tell us about that briefly? Yeah, it's a a new Boulevard beer. It's called Tip Your Cap Baseball Beer. So it's uh, the Negro Leagues in Kansas City. They have the Negro League Museum. So like a dollar, two dollars from buying a box of this goes to proceeds for that. So yeah, it's pretty deep. I've never had it before. So I got it just for this sport cast. So pretty good. Sipping is like my fifth one. We did binge views before this. So I'm ready to rock and talk about some sport. Sport. Damn, everyone's going to get a heavy dose of Chad C. on the network in the next 24 hours. That's right. That's fucking right. That's how it should be, God damn it. Um, all right, so, you know, we've been taking, this show has been taking a lot of heat on the uh, the main show. I always love to bring this up. Alex thinks I am, uh, my ass is quite chapped over this stuff. But honestly, uh, I find it hilarious that we get our balls busted for not doing a lot of basketball. But full disclosure, Myself being a Knicks fan, this is the first time in, you know, a decade where a Knicks game is appointment television. I Tuesday night, I stayed up through the entire overtime loss to the Lakers. Uh, really <laughs> frustrating, but, you know, it's funny. Uh, when, when they went on the road trip, they had a long six-game road trip. I looked at the road trip, and I was like, three and three. We got to come home three and three. And, you know, everything's going to be fine. We should still be sitting at four, and everything should look good for the last three home games. So they're sitting there at three and two. They lose the game, which was was real frustrating, but I still was like, all right, no worries. And then I wake up the next day. We're sitting as the six, and I got to say I'm a little concerned at this point because I do not really feel like playing the Bucks in the first. I don't feel like mm. playing any of the big three in the first round. But, um, I, I mean – I know you were itching to talk about this, so uh, go ahead and no. know, shit oh, on my party. No. <laughs> the, Knicks, the Knicks aren't good. They're not a good team. It is Julius Randle. He is literally carrying that team, which is, a, I mean, if Thibodeau doesn't win Coach of the Year, it's a fucking joke because that guy is a fucking G. Uh, I, mean, I mean, Julius Randle is next level. I mean, Alfred Payton's still starting for them, for fuck's sake. Like, <laughs> I mean, look, look, good on them. They, they're, they're fucking winning uh but i mean julius randall easily most improved player like that i mean that, that, that guy is on another level of existence right now <laughs> or the whole year he's been really yeah. i traded him in fantasy <laughs> you did 
I did. I still won two championships. So Ooh, nice. Yes. That. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into some fantasy talk a little later. But yes, you're right. I mean, it is a one man show. But I will say, uh, you know, I mean, Barrett has been developing. Guy can yeah, shoot, oh, for he sure. Can shoot for sure. The outside shot, which, you know, I mean, he could hit it when he was when I watched him on Duke, but he's really come around on that. And then, yep. I mean, Derek Rose, bro. Derek Rose is mm-hmm. putting up twenty plus on the road trip. He's at, sitting out tonight with an ankle injury. I, did, I had not like no idea about until the game started. But uh, you know, good on him, man. I, I I love seeing Derek Rose, you know, just succeeding after everything that poor guy's gone through in his career. But you're right. I mean, this is no oh, big yeah. three. Yeah, this is no big three. This is no. You know, Brooklyn team who, I mean, but they don't, the big three never plays together. So, mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to my buddies about that. I think Durant, Harden, and uh, fucking Irving have played 12 games this whole season or something insane like that together, which huge black that, eye on the league. I don't think it's that many. I think it's it might not be. Like, yeah. It might be less. Like seven. Yeah. Cause yeah, they talk it might about be that less. locally here all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a huge black eye in the league. If that's the team that's going to win your fucking championship, these guys have not played together at all. <laughs> but no, the Knicks is a, what a great story though, man, for sure. That's I mean, Thibodeau has to win Coach of the Year. There's oh, no way he, he doesn't. He no to. way. Yeah, they talk, they talk about like the guy out in Phoenix and stuff. I mean, come on. Hmm. Uh, although, listen, I I listened to an, uh, an interview recently, and I understand here. Like, this is not a normal year. This is not a normal Eastern Conference. I mean, you know, normally they'd be fighting for an eight seed or they'd be in this play-in tournament, which we're about to talk about. But, um, you know, they're benefiting from just teams taking extra rest, teams being short on COVID. I mean, listen, they're just doing what they got to do. The the Eastern Conference has always been the weaker conference. It's been that Mm -hmm. way for, well, not always, but it's been that way for a long time. Last 20 20 years at least, yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. So... Hey, listen, get into the playoffs. I'd love to see a home series. Bring on Atlanta. Bring on Boston. You know, there's a chance they could maybe win a series and then just get, you know, win one game maybe and get blown out. You know, so blown so out. they're sitting at six right now, right? They're at six right now. They are tied with the Heat. There's... And then Atlanta won last night. So that's a one game. Yeah, there's two games game. left, right? Yeah. They have tonight they're playing. Watching them play the Spurs right now. And then... They've got two games. I forget who Saturday is, and then Sunday is Boston. So it sets no. up to be a good weekend. Yeah, so in, in theory, you, you're you hoping for Atlanta in the first round would be nice. If yes. you get the five seed, Atlanta's the four. That's I think, yeah, I think the Knicks can win that series for sure. But, yeah, man, no one wants to play the Heat in the first round. Like, I, I, I don't think any of those top three, they see the Heat, they might, I mean, especially the Bucks. they lost in, what, four games in the bubble? So oh, they're man. really dreading that team. They don't want to play them at oh, all. Yeah. He would go in that, in that series with no fear. Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. All right, so, I mean, we could talk all night about those teams. Those six teams are basically in um, – I thought the Knicks had to win a game to actually secure a top six, but I guess they – what I'm looking at now, there's really no way Boston can catch them because they're – Yeah, they're three and a half games up. Yeah, it's yeah. done. Mm-hmm. Right. So, cheers to that. I'll sip my tequila in a second for that. Now, I want to talk about this play in – scenario that we've got going this year because it's brand new um pj and i have briefly touched on it and maybe we did when you were on too but i've really been paying a lot of attention to this mostly for two reasons one because i wanted the knicks to avoid it and two because i'm fascinated by the mavericks and the lakers and their positioning in the western conference so here's the first before we even discuss the parameters of this plan how explain to me how Dallas is winning their division. They've won it. They've actually clinched their division and yet could be in the play in tournament. It's the Western Conference for you, man. No, 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 no but, but I no, I understand that, but shouldn't the shouldn't the top 3 division winners be 1 through 3 and then the wild card, you know like how the NFL would do it? I can't believe uh, the NBA does this this way. I I'm just I don't I don't mind it though. I mean, it's it's the better teams. I mean, they've you know the Clippers, Suns, Nuggets, all those are way like they've they've won five, four more games than them. So, I mean, I get it, but yeah, I, I don't I don't really have a fault. I know a lot of people are hating on the playing game. I think it's kind of fun. I don't I don't I don't have anything against it. But 
Yeah, I mean the West is always just tough as shit, man. Uh, you gotta, you gotta. It's a fucking gauntlet just to get through that. <laughs> yeah, and I, but I'll tell you, I mean, I look at this, and you've got Utah, Phoenix, Clippers, and Denver. There's your top mm -hmm. four teams, all teams that historically blow it in the postseason. So yeah. I would, and even Portland. I mean, the Lakers sitting at seven, probably doing this play-in scenario. I, I can't imagine they're worried. I know LeBron was no. quoted as saying that, it, that whoever came up with this idea should be fired. Yeah. But I'm with you, man. I love it. I feel like you get a little mini NCAA thing going mm -hmm. before yep. you get into the the worst first round in any professional sport <laughs> that there ever is every fucking year. So, you know, usually besides a 4-5 or five matchup, there's really nothing doing in these series. But I love it, and I, I think – you know, the lake having to see the Lakers go through that. I mean, they went, they, all right. So the way it works is seven, eight play each other. Winner is the seventh seed. Yep. Nine, 10 play each other. Loser is eliminated. Winner plays the loser eight. of the seven, eight. And then the winner yep. of that. Yeah. So it's kind of like a, it's like a loser's bracket if you're like in a double elimination kind of. Mm hmm. So. What do you think? I mean, what do you think about the Lakers? I think the Lakers become I'm, a fascinating story now, falling this far without LeBron. If if the Lakers are healthy, they're winning the title. That's what I'll have to say. I mean, this is what it is. But, I mean, those two haven't been healthy all year together. So, yeah, I mean, if they're at the seventh seed, they're playing Phoenix. Uh, sorry, Phoenix. Great story, but I, I can't. I don't see Phoenix. I don't see any of these teams in the West beating the Lakers in the seven-game series, honestly. Wow. I just – I. I just, I just don't, man. Like that roster is better than it was last year. Uh, now that it, it depends on health, of course. If if AD is not healthy, then that changes things. If LeBron's not healthy, of course that changes things. But I just in a seven game series, I find it real hard to believe. Especially Utah, they're total fools gold, man. If that you're telling me that team wins the title, I would be floored. Yeah. With cocaine, cocaine Quinn leading them, baby. <laughs> well, I, Quinn I, Snyder. I said to you I, the last, yeah, yeah, the last time I had you on. We had you on the show. I had said to you specifically Utah and Denver. I said, mm. the, like, these teams are always high-ranked, but they're all regular season teams. Once they get into the postseason, they either play each other in an epic seven-gamer and then get destroyed. The winner gets destroyed in the next round. Or they, yeah, I just, I, I, I expect nothing from those teams ever when it comes to the Well, Western. I mean, nugget, Nuggets are kind of changing. Like, Nuggets made it to the Western Conference Finals last year. They beat the Clippers in the bubble. I mean, obviously, Jokic is going to be the MVP. So that team is a little bit changing. But the thing with that team that is just so crazy is the fact that once Jamal Murray is out for the year, they've been better without him, which is fucking crazy talk. Like, it, the Aaron Gordon trade they made it's made that team better, which is the people that are trying to like argue that Jokic isn't the MVP is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. That guy's having an all time season. It's like, you're just, you're literally trying to nitpick things to not give it to this Serbian dude because he doesn't fit your narrative of what an MVP should look like. But that dude is already one of the best passing big men of all time. Like he's just on another level right now. So yeah, they're changing a little bit, but yeah, I mean, in a seven game series without Murray, the help Jokic, it's going to be rough for them to, to make it out. But Michael Porter Jr. is playing on another level right now, too, with the Nuggets. So I don't, the West is just a fucking – it's a, it's a, a terribly hard conference every year. Uh, but Lakers-Warriors, I mean, that's going to be the first playing game, it looks like, which is fucking wet dream city for the NBA. And Steph versus LeBron for that. I mean, in their play, first playing tournament. <laughs> Yeah, if the Lakers if the Lakers get eliminated from this though, uh, there there will never be another playing tournament again. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> the, I get the the repercussions on social media from King James. <laughs> yeah. Would, yeah, there would be a campaign to eliminate it. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, well, you're right. I hope for that game as well. I can't stand Golden State. Can't stand Steph Curry. He's great villain for me. When it comes to the NBA, along with Draymond, so where? So what do you what do you hate about Steph? What is it that you don't like about him? Because uh, I have I I appreciate Steph. He's the greatest shooter of all time. But at the same time, like I have friends that are like he's better than LeBron. I'm just like no, he's actually not. He doesn't play a goddamn lick of defense. He's the best shooter of all time. That is 100 percent accurate. 
but the guy doesn't play defense at all. He's a great scorer, but that's where the, any similarity with LeBron ends. He's a better scorer than LeBron, and that's about it. <laughs> 100% to everything you just said. I just kind of don't like his face, man, and I don't like mm. his attitude. He, he's he's a villain to me. You know, he's I've never been yeah. a Golden State fan, and so, you know, but there's uh, there's he him and his uh, lady friend are on Sesame Street. Now I just, you know, I have a 19-month-old, so mm-hmm. I'm watching a lot mm-hmm. of Sesame Street. So sure. he, the way he acts on that episode just makes me hate his face even more. <laughs> pretty much that, that just, it reinforces those emotions. But no, I just don't okay. like him. I mean, I always rooted, you know what it was, honestly? When they were starting to win, they were always beating Durant and Westbrook on Oklahoma City. And I always liked those Oklahoma City teams. I, that was just the, the Western Conference team that I chose to root for. Um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that was the one series they were up three one, and they blew it. And uh, like they were winning the the sixth game. I don't know. I, I just remember it just being disgusting. I was on vacation with my in laws down in West, like West Palm, and I was just like, "Come on, I can't stand Golden State anymore." So. <laughs> That's all. Yep. It just it just comes from overwatching them over the years. Oh yeah, yeah. They were the, in the finals for what three or four years or whatever it was. A yeah, little yeah. stretch. Yeah. Yep. Looks like they made a big mistake by selecting Wiseman over Lamelo, though. Oof. <laughs> but and Durant, like you know, he won them one of those championships, and like they like shit on him around there, like oh he came yeah. in and he took one and he left. It's like what are you talking about? You never should have won one anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But, that's a uh, whole thing. Yeah. So, talk to me about your boy Luca and the Mavs. Any confidence? I know Porzingis is not even playing right now. That I mean, that guy's a bitch, and from New York, I know it. Oh yeah, yeah. he's always hurt, always hurt, and they don't honestly they don't play together that well. I I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if either this offseason or the next he's moved. Um, he just yeah they just, they don't mesh well very well together and Luca is kind of the alpha already and is what third NBA season <laughs> uh, I don't know I I don't see them coming out of the West this year that the team's not quite good enough Luca's on another level though like he's he's gonna get there eventually but he's got to have a better supporting cast I think uh if he gets another like superstar to pair up with him would be another another story but yeah I just. I, he can't do it all by himself in the West is just, as we've been talking about, it's just so stacked. I don't, I don't see a path that they, uh, I think they can maybe make some noise, maybe win a series or two, but yeah, it's going to be rough for them. I, I just, I just can't see anybody beating the Lakers if they're healthy. That's, that's kind of what it amounts to. I guess we'll see though. I mean, the Suns have been healthy all year and the fact that they're only, you know, what, however many games up on the nuggets who've lost however many people this year kind of says it all. The fact, like Nick Wright and these fucking dumb cunts that just are clamoring for Chris Paul to win the MVP. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, what? What? Chris Paul is one of the best point guards of all time, but he's not the MVP this year. Like, you're just you're just grasping at straws for these people. Like, it's just so stupid. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I seen Chris Paul play back to back against the Nets and then the Knicks, and I'll tell you, you know. In both games, he really was a presence in the fourth quarter. I was certainly impressed. He was, you know, he's a double-double machine. But, man, he's another one. Like, I, I want to like him because his commercials are funny, but, man, he, mm. he really gets on my nerves when he's not on my team either. I, oh, man. But he's good. I mean, he's good, but he's, Dude, never, he, he's never won anything. And now how many yeah. teams has he been on in the last four years? Yeah, I mean, do you know he was he was like that awake for us, man. Like even as a college player, like he would pull shit and then look at the camera and like do the little shush thing. Like he knew the ball went out on him. Like he was that's how he always was. He's just he's very smart and technical point guard. But yeah, I mean, I mean, he took the Thunder to the playoffs last year and then left, and now he's taken that. He's he's an amazing player. He's a fucking Hall of Famer for sure. But. Definitely not the All Star, or not the not the MVP this year. No, no, no. You're right. I mean, Jokic has got to be the MVP. It's just it. It's it, yeah. It's, it, it's just like it, it's it's people literally just like not wanting to give it to a player that doesn't fit their traditional narrative of what an MVP is. This 
out of shape Serbian guy is not a fucking athletic freak. So why is he our MVP? It's like Nick. Yeah, Nick Wright said that he would be the worst MVP ever. It's like, dude, look at his numbers. He's putting up like some of the best numbers for a center of all time. Like get the and he's already like ninth on the all time triple double list in six seasons in the NBA. It's like get the fuck out of here, dude. Like you're just you're just wanting to find a narrative to not give it to this guy because he's not this fucking freak of nature athlete in the NBA right now. It's like, so, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, so the other candidates, I mean, it's probably just, I mean, the only one we really need to talk about is Embiid. So yep. here's a team that I don't, I haven't seen much, if at anything at all. Um, what stands out to me about the Sixers, I mean, they've been good for a few years, but mm-hmm. it's Doc Rivers, I think. Doc, Got Doc yep. Yeah, so I think that's been what's gotten them to. I mean, they've been struggling to. What's the Heat score? Are you even watching that right now? But this is, I mean, they. they I don't have it on. Yeah, I have the Giants okay. game on at the moment. I'm about to change the Knicks game because the Spurs are just putting it on him in the third quarter, and it is just not fun to watch. But um, <laughs> it's not good. Randall. Oh, by the way, uh, Julius Randall, MVP. But um, <laughs> so Embiid, I mean. This is the team. Okay, so this is how I'll put it to you, and then you could tell me what you think. Oof, yeah, they're I getting blown like, out. Oof. Yeah. Philly I'm, seeing the, the I'm seeing the score. They're down by Philly's down by 17 right now to the Heat. Oof. Can can we talk about Popovich for a second? He with a <laughs> with his mask on, he looks like Hannibal Lecter. It's the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. They just, they just had him on the sideline, and I'm like, who is that? <laughs> talk about a guy the greatest coaches of all time. Okay. I don't care. Just retire. Sick of your face, bro. Yeah, he does. He's 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 getting that point. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But uh, so yeah, I think I think Rivers is a big factor in Philly. Tell me, talk to me about the Sixers. Are they the team to beat in the East? Because you know, just being in this in this uh, area of the country, I don't want Brooklyn to win. And of course, yeah. I'm a Knicks fan. I don't want that team to win. I so just... You just okay. So so you're closer to the Knicks than the Nets, eh? I don't. I, I'm so not familiar with East Coast and Jersey, New York. No, I've never been to the East yeah, well, Coast, so okay, I did. I, so, I mean, the, the island of Manhattan has obviously Madison Square Garden on it. I'm on one mm-hmm, side, and mm-hmm. then the Nets are on the other. So they're just a Brooklyn, okay. So they're in Brooklyn, the yeah, side okay. of the island, yeah. But okay, I remember, okay. Growing up, my entire life, they were in the Meadowlands where. Yep. The Giants and Jets play in now a vacant arena, but that was so it's it's right. very either your Nets or Knicks or fuck off pretty much that area, right? In this area, yes, one hundred percent, yeah, yeah. I mean, Philly does seem like the team to beat in the East for sure, but Embiid has missed fucking twenty games this season, man. That's just like I think if he would have been healthy, there's a definitely a case to be made for him an MVP because he is a better defender than Jokic for sure, but like you can't miss 20 games and be the MVP. Like, that's just not a thing. Like, I just, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, Doc seems to have pulled them together a little bit, but I don't know, man. I, I A healthy Nets team, see, oh, I don't know. I, 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 We haven't seen them enough together, but in a seven-game series, betting against Harden, Durant, and uh, old Kyrie is kind of hard to see, but you'd have to i mean it's either sixers or nets you would think coming out of the east yeah. they got to be the favorites yeah um, i don't know though the nets yeah the thing with the nets i think that once the big 3 play they'll, they're going to score plenty of points it's just are they going to be able to play the defense yeah exactly yeah yeah i mean the nets the nets have no one to match up with embiid cuz deandre jordan is a shell of himself so yeah, i mean yeah Embiid's going to dominate no matter what, but it's a matter of <laughs> do the Sixers have enough defense to stop, you know, Harden and Durant and Irving. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I mean, it's, it's just ridiculous. But, yeah, I mean, uh, the NBA's fantasy has got to be Lakers-Nets final. That's that's what they're hoping for, you'd have to think. But yeah. we'll see. I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be a very crazy few weeks here with these playoffs and – but we got two games, or I guess one game left after tonight, really, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, Sunday, then, yeah, Sunday, playing, Sunday ends it. Yeah. Yeah, Sunday ends it and playing tournament starts, what, Thursday, Friday? So. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you, I mean, I'm I'm into it. I can't wait, you know. Um, I think we'll, once PJ gets back from vacay, I mean, if we'll have you on again, I mean, I think we're going to be following this. I mean, I'm going to be, so 
if he doesn't want to watch it because his team is putrid, I mean, <laughs> you, know, you can come on and he can just uh, proctor it. Pist- but we're gonna. Pistons I mean, are I bad. can't wait to watch these plans. I mean. It's, yeah, it's, no, no, just, I know. I, I, listen, I get, I get the argument that people don't like the NBA during the regular season. I fully get it. I'm an anomaly for certain. Like, I, I watch it. I've always liked basketball, but the playoffs is really when NBA kicks in, and that's when like diehards are like, "Let's fucking do this," because they're always fun, man. Like, regardless, first round, like you're saying, it's not a great first round, but it's always at least relatively entertaining for the most part. Yeah, you'll get so. an upset. I mean, the, the eighth seed Knicks did beat the Heat once. That was amazing. <laughs> Well, Way back, what yeah, was that like? Yeah, listen, yeah. At least that was H two O. Alan Houston and Sprewell. That's and... right. At least it shows yeah, you yeah, that yeah. I was a fan back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for but, sure. Um, for yeah. sure. <laughs> I'm a very fair weather Knicks fan, but you know New York is kind of the same way. When the team stinks, mm-hmm. the Garden's a dump. But yep. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. So very excited. Um, I think that the playing tournament also, you know, did what it needed, what they expected it to, which was make the end of the season relevant so i mean you've got teams like miami and um philly playing tonight it means something because you got us you don't want to fall to the seven i mean at this point it, it is uh null and void but still yep. i mean you don't want to i mean you still have the bulls i don't know how the fuck they have a chance but it, it could all end in one game but a 29 and 40 team has an opportunity to play an extra game and then you look down at the Kings, who I think it was that run where they lost, what, 10 in a row or something crazy mm-hmm. like that? I mean, they, yeah, could, they could have been sitting at the 6-7 right now. Yep. And they, yeah. So a lot of intrigue, mostly surrounding the Lakers. But uh, for you NBA fans, I'm sure you're enjoying it. Uh, give us a call in. Let us let us know what you think. Um, and uh, get ready to enjoy some basketball talk here on the Sportscast because for yeah. once, uh, Law's going to get what he wants. He doesn't listen, he doesn't listen anyway, but, I mean, we're, we're, we're listening to I, the boss and we're doing it. I guess I guess in theory the Lakers could win the next two games. The Blazers and Mavericks could both lose the next two games, and the Lakers could jump to the five seed, and then they play the Nuggets, which the Nuggets without Murray in the first round is probably not uh, too difficult for the Lakers, but... Yeah, we'll see. Portland and happen. Portland and Denver in the first round. Is what it, yeah, it's looking like, okay. So we got at least it looks like right now shaping up Clippers, Mavericks first round, Nuggets, Blazers first round. That'll be two pretty fun series, and then yeah. yeah, Jazz, Phoenix. We'll see. We'll fucking see. I mean, the Spurs if they end up. Yeah, I can't. No, there's no way. It's, I feel like Grizzlies, Lakers have got to be the two teams coming out of. We'll see though. I don't know. Anybody but we'll Golden see. State. <laughs> I would love it. Yeah, I mean, I like the Grizzlies team a lot. Jaw and fucking Triple J is back now too. Yeah, I would. I would like to see them get the eight seed. That'd be fun. Yeah, Mem- Memphis. Um, Memphis is a is a frustrating team with the Knicks. I, I they played a few times here, like second half of the season, and I'm just like, Morant's Morant's gonna be a Nick killer always. And I think Trey Young is a Nick killer. Everybody says that that's a good matchup for the Knicks because. Uh, he's weak on defense, but I'll tell you that kid when he plays at the guard, man, yeah, he steps it up against the Knicks. So yeah. At, whereas yeah, I'd love to play. I'll play the Hawks. I'll play the Celtics. I don't want to play the Bucks. I don't want to play the Heat. But I honestly yeah. want to play Boston because I, I don't know. There's something with Trey. Yo, he just gets it done. And Boston's got well, the Celtics now. It's, yeah, Jalen Brown's out. Yeah, yeah, the Celtics are a shell of themselves. They'll they'll get beat real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Tatum can't do it all. No, and then, yeah, nah, fuck Boston. Good, good. <laughs> yeah, who fucking cares about that? <laughs> yeah, man, it's just shaping up to be a cool end of the season here. See this, how this play in tournament does, and see if they do it next year after this year. See if it's successful because it seems pretty divisive right now. If some people love it, some people hate it, and we'll see how that ends up playing out next weekend. Hey, I mean, we just spent about 40 minutes talking about it. If you want, we could spend 40 minutes talking about the Major League Baseball <laughs> fucking extra innings rule. That's pretty polarizing, and I'll tell you what I think about it because I think it's fucking nonsense. But uh... So I didn't I, – I, dude, I that's what I was telling you earlier. I've been so bad about MLB right now. Like my, my life has been consumed by these fucking – I have three dynasty football leagues I'm drafting in right now and, of course, selling my house. So that's been taking up all my time. Tell me about this – this fucking extra inning rule, because I'm so out of it right now. All right. Well, it's the same. It was last year during the 60-game sprint. It's the runner on second. 
Okay, so it's the same thing. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, all right. So the the reason, and I I feel like someone's going to call me out on this. This comes up every time we do a show in the spring, but I I just can't get past it. So there was a a Met game recently. They go into the ninth. They hold the team to no score, and then they come in in the bottom of the ninth, and they, excuse me, bottom of the tenth inning, and they get the runner in from second, and they win the game. Okay, so... You're going to look at me and say, shut up, Tom. You, you fucking benefited from it, and you won, okay? But then you go to the next night, and the Yankees are playing. I forget who they're playing, but they score in the bottom of the ninth to tie the game 2-2. And here's my mentality. You, you tie the game 2-2. Here's your reward for coming back and tying the game in the last inning. We're going to throw a guy on second with nobody out for the other team. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. I mean – and my cousin liked, and yeah. yeah, I mean, my cousin and I have discussed this several times, and it's they're very short discussions. All right, if you need the games to be shorter, right? If you if you if you're trying to avoid the 16 inning marathon, let's play a couple extra inning extra innings, and then put the guy on second in the 11th inning or the 12th inning. You know, like let's can, sure. why? What is the rush to end a game so fast? Because especially in that Yankee situation, like. What's the benefit of being the home team there? You, you get you get the benefit of scoring in the bottom of the ninth, getting last licks to tie the game, but then we're just going to shove it right up your ass and throw a guy in scoring position. Like I just I just don't buy it. I I I, I think every decision MLB has made lately with rules is just nonsense, and uh, they don't Manfred doesn't know what he's doing, and. I don't no, see. Man, I don't see. Manfred hates baseball. He hates. Well, listen. All right, let's talk about yeah. this. They basically have admitted that they've dug. They like dudded the balls this mm-hmm. year, right? So yeah, well, because they, they were they've been juiced the last few years. So well, now everybody's striking out. Like, have you seen the strikeout rate? It's insane, dude. Like, it, uh, it's all, almost a reason too that I'm just like fuck baseball right now. Like. It, uh, it was like two or three weeks ago that was saying the like the strikeout rate in the first month of the season is the highest it's been in like sixty something years or something like that. It's either people are hitting home runs or striking out. They're not they're not hitting singles at all anymore. That's not a thing. Like it's it's literally just striking out or home runs. It's just like Chad, okay. Chad, 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 Chad. I've got a guy on my, on my New York Mets. And on my fantasy team in your work league, and his name is <laughs> Jeff McNeil, okay? I've got two things to say about Jeff McNeil off of what you just said, okay? I love Jeff McNeil. I, Trade me him. Uh, we'll talk. But listen, <laughs> I love Jeff McNeil too, but Jeff McNeil is not Jeff McNeil from 2019 anymore. No, he's not at Jeff all. Jeff McNeil yeah, yeah, yeah. wants to do two things when he gets up, okay? And Kill the one, ball? One, well, one thing he always does, and the second thing – it hasn't been enough, okay? First thing he wants to do when he gets up is swing at the first pitch. And I swear to God, I will fucking tell you right now, I've probably watched 90% of the Mets games this season, and he has swung at the first pitch 99% of the time. <laughs> it is fucking driving me insane. I, I didn't realize he's grown his hair out now, too. He's fucking just yeah. rocking this long-ass fucking hair right now. Everybody's freaking out about him and Lindor getting into a scuffle in the dugout. That's because Lindor punched him in the face and said, stop swinging at the first pitch, you fucking moron. <laughs> And the second thing he's trying to do is hit home runs. And Jeff McNeil, you're not a home run hitter, okay? You can hit a home no. run, and that's great. But please, dude, you you sh- he should be 360. Yeah, Rose. he's an average hitter. He's a, he's a singles and doubles hitter. You yeah. get on base and then you score, buddy. Come Some, on, something's, yeah. wrong, something's wrong there, dude. He he's got some kind of fetish with the home run right now. But to your point, that's the game now. And and when a guy like him is doing it, it's a problem because, you know. I mean, there was, I, I saw, who was it, uh, Baltimore the other night, guy on third, Baltimore bunts into the shift and gets the run home to go up 2 nothing. And this was, I think it was against Stroman, or it was when they brought a reliever in for Stroman in the eighth. And I just sat back and I'm like, you know what? Good on them. Thank God. I need to see some type of strategy in baseball because it is all strikeouts and home runs. And now that they've mm-hmm. done the ball, it's all strikeouts and flyouts to the warning track. And yep. in my team, yeah, my team cannot score. It's 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 gotten to the point where 
I have zero confidence. I mean, our starting pitching has been so good, and I have zero confidence that we can score four runs. And it's a problem. And it is the game. You're, you're right. I mean, you're not missing much by not watching it because it is the numbers tell the tale, and it is yep. it's inflated, it's bad, and it has to, you know, it's got to change. But it, on the flip side, our pitching dominates. So, oh, is it, yeah, pitching is just – there's been four no-hitters four already no-hitters. this fucking year. Four already in 2021. There were – like, well, I mean, I guess last year you can't really weigh it, but 2019 was even – there was, like, seven or eight. Or It's just, like, it's getting crazy. It's like, yeah, there's no in-between. It's, like, we strike out or we fucking hit home runs or there's – Pitchers are just dominating everything. <laughs> so Wade Miley, Wade fucking Miley, who's a trash ass pitcher through a fucking no hitter. Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> What's this guy? Means? John Means? What the hell was that? His All right. Yeah. Means has actually been decent this year, though, and he was decent last yeah, year. I'm but just annoyed. Wade Miley's picked him up, and I wanted him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I drafted him, then dropped him, and you didn't pick him up. So I picked That's him right. back okay, up. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, all right. Great, great topic on the no hitter. How about Bumgarner? Because I brought this up with yep. uh, with PJ. Yeah, what the fact thinking? that it didn't. What is that? That didn't, that didn't count the seven inning no hitter. Well, but it was a it was a complete game. Yeah, no, it was. But he's also, <laughs> I think he's given up two runs in his last like five starts or something. He's like found the fountain of youth again. Which the fact that I even say that he's found the fountain of youth, he is born on the exact same day in the exact same year as me, eight one eighty nine. He's, wow. he's he's thirty one in North Carolina. We were both born at the same time in the same state. We're cousins. We're separate at birth. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <I love> it. <laughs> no, it's just crazy though. Yeah, the, the seven inning no hitter is like no, that doesn't count. <laughs> but all right, it's listen. I mean, yeah. I'm cool. I think there's an argument to be made within the fact that okay. You've got all these perfect games and no hitters that are in the Hall of Fame and blah blah blah. It was actually the only part of the Hall of Fame I thought was cool where you saw all the baseballs. But it was like mm-hmm. it's like all right, but then it's not it can't be a complete game either, you know? You got to make a yeah. blind baseball, fucking figure mm-hmm. it out. But I'm sorry, it's a no hitter. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean asterisk. 7 innings. Just asterisk yep. it. I I hate sure. this. I hate the 7 inning doubleheader games. Almost yep. as much as I hate the extra inning rule. Just because, why do you... It's like the NFL putting in the 17th game, okay? So you're, you, what you do when you make these drastic changes to your game as far as, you know, like regular season or game statistics, it's like you've now delegitimized all the statistics that all the records and stuff. Yeah. You know? Because what are we going to do now? So some asshole is going to... You know, blow out. Who who's got the the yards record? It was Marino, and then it was passed by Breeze and Breeze, and yeah, Favre Man- or whoever. I don't. Yeah, Manning. Yeah, it was whoever. Far, yeah. Far, far first, and then okay. Mm-hmm. So now every quarterback has an extra game. So what are we yep. going to do there? You ha- like all this stuff has to be. Yeah, it has to be going to be a whole other thing. This is the same thing with the steroids shit, man. Like. Are you really not going to have Barry Bonds in the fucking Hall of Fame? Like, just just put a fucking put a wing in the Hall of Fame that says asterisk. This was an era of baseball, you know. This was that time. Like, everybody was fucking doing it. You know, Mark McGuire, Sosa. That was the height of baseball. Like, that, that was the peak of baseball. Like, you know, that we've summer, talked about. Yeah, that summer yeah. brought me back to the sport because when I went, yeah. yeah, when I went to like late high school and then when I went to college, I didn't give a shit about baseball. I didn't give a shit about sports really. But mm-hmm. I remember in college that spring we were sitting around like on Saturday afternoons. It would put on the game of the week because it would be Cardinals Cubs almost every week because you had both of them in the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Man, I'm into this. Like, I'm back." You know? And it took, yep. It, oh yeah. Know, it was a very important error. So we're you know yes, it's cheating and all that bullshit. But you can say that all you want though. I mean, you have to I, do I, the I, wing. I, I think the wing yeah, is exactly yeah. the right move. Correct. Steroids don't help hand-eye coordination. Sure, maybe it makes you stronger, but guess what? Hitting a fastball at 102 miles per hour is fucking hard as shit. So that doesn't help with that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I just don't get it. it, It's stupid. (laughs) I was watching a DeGrom start recently, and they had a camera angle from probably with like the – like the photographer box next to the dugout, you know, a little bit further up the line. So you're getting this like really 
it's almost like you feel like you're sitting on the third baseline watching this guy pitch. And his stride to the plate, I don't know how these guys can hit the ball in major leagues. You know, like I, when I was when I was nine years old in Little League, there was this 12 year old kid named John Russo, who's now actually the cap police captain in my town. He was like six two when I was five five. And he would pitch <laughs> lefty and I would get up and just close my eyes and hope he didn't hit me. I mean, his, his stride was almost off the mound. Oh, yeah. And that's what it looks like in major leagues. And they're like, oh, well, we're going to we're going to go out to the Atlantic League and we're going to move the mound back. Uh, a foot and at first yep. i was like that that's ri ridiculous like you can't do that and now the more i think about it when i see some of these pictures i'm like man eh, like that that actually might not be a bad idea i mean of course yep. there's going to be injuries these guys have been pitching for 20 years you know from one distance and stuff but i'll tell you it it's just it's got to be one of the hardest things to do in sports if oh, not, dude, it's I, not the hardest. I remember like when I was on a traveling team in baseball and I got up, I was maybe like 13, 14. I don't fucking remember. But like this kid was throwing like 80 and I saw that ball go through. I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the? He's through an 80 mile per hour fastball. And I couldn't even like locate that at the time. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, it's so hard to do. Like, it's so hard to do. Like, I don't, I don't give a fuck if you do steroids. It makes baseball fun. Go for it. Fucking juice it all you want. Juice the balls. Let's go. Like. That's it. Just don't, <laughs> as long as you don't bang garbage cans, everything will be fine. That's right. Don't cheat, you fucking astro fucking motherfucker. Scumbags. I got to sit there's here a, and have Otuve on my fantasy team, and he's there's a, the best player. There's an astro fan in our league, and I'm always like, you can't actually be an astro fan, right, after all that shit. But, yeah, he's a big astro fan. I think he's in first right now. His name's Astro Nuts. Dude, all right. Well, now I have a new reason. Kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah, you're in last right now, but you're only seven games out of first I'm by being last. last. But I'm, yeah. I'm over five. I'm coming back. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's seven games out of first place. There's out of ten teams, there's plenty of yeah. The baseball season's like it just fantasy started. for baseball. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. By this time at the, at the end of the month baseball season ended last year now it's just like we're just getting started yeah, next yeah. year I, I we got I, five months ahead of us yeah i think when i I had, I had texted you saying all we're gonna do on the show is bitch about fantasy that was when i had like i had lost like two straight weeks and i'm like i don't know why i ever do fantasy <laughs> it's so frustrating but i gotta tell you i i think i won week three and i was like you know what Let's fucking do this. Like, yeah. I, need, I need to get into this. I need to stop gambling on sports. So let me, this will be my gamble every day. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's fun to just fucking do it. Yeah. It's, uh, baseball is such a commitment compared to like football. Football oh, is just 16 yeah. weeks. Baseball is just like, all right, I got to fucking follow this left and right. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a whole other game of fantasy sports for right. sure. So something you just said, this this would be the last thing I want to touch on tonight. So you said football is just 16 weeks. Okay. Oh, you're, you're right. wrong because it's 17. But I'm wrong. You're, you're right. even more wrong because it's 18 weeks. 18. Technically. <laughs> right. So the NFL schedule was dropped uh, this past Wednesday. And I got to tell you, it's one of the funniest days of the year when it comes to being, I think, a football fan in general. But for me as a Dolphin fan, because every single season – that the schedule drops. Nick's up three, by the way. What a massive comeback the Gardens rocking. Oh um, shit! I uh, I always see. I always look at the Dolphins schedule when it comes out, and I'm like, I don't. I don't see three wins. You know, you just you just the. Oh yeah, always. You're super negative. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy sends me a text. He's a Jet fan, and he goes, he goes, he goes. This is easily three and fourteen. He's like, uh, you know, this, that, and he's like trying to analyze. He's like one of my friends that like. He's a ser he's serious about it, but he's also analytical about it. So he just like tells me what he like how it is. He's like, yeah, this isn't gonna be good. And I'm like, yeah, but mm -hmm. dude, I'm like, it's it's you're technically rebuilding. I mean, you have a rookie quarterback. Yeah, you're bringing in a bunch of pieces, but you know, I'd say at best the Jets could win six games if the team gels and stays healthy and Wilson is a you know can play. There's a there's an opportunity to win six games. Yeah, that's a successful season if the yeah, Jets go. Absolutely. Games, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and as a Jets fan, I think most Jets fans understand that. The, the most Jet fans are kind of like where I mean, I'd, I'd say the Jets are probably. I mean, they got the quarterback before. They're about a year behind Miami, right? Because we got we drafted Tua, but 
Fitz yeah. made it. Actually, I think we overachieved last year. Yeah, I don't know. The, the Dolphins' defense is good, man. And the front office of the Dolphins. I mean, I, dude, I, I told you that before. I, I like everything the Dolphins have been doing for the last few years. Like, they, they're set up pretty fucking nicely. So, yes, I love Yeah, them. Waddle, love, fucking, yes, yeah, Waddle, I, I like love, that pick. The McCordy yeah. signing is incredible. Yep. Yeah, we get, you got Fuller, you got fucking Waddle. You got uh, what? Preston Williams is there as well. Who's the third? Who's the other receiver? Williams, Parker. Yeah, got to- Devontae Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, they, yeah, yeah. Don't, I mean, and don't don't sleep on the guys that were instrumental two years ago, but were hurt all last year. The small, I can't even think of their names right now. Like Grant, is it Gant? Grant? Jeremy Grant? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the small, like the smaller, speedy guys. So, hey, listen. I'll approach it as I always have, cautiously optimistic. I mean, it's all on Tua. What, what can you? Yep. Do? What else can I say? You know. Yep. Hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he if he if he comes through, you're set for the next however many years. Yeah. But yeah, it's all about him. It's all if about you, the quarterback. Yeah. If you wanna if you wanna sit here and and you know harp on the here and now, I am fucking just so aggravated with the NFL again sending us to London, and then we don't have the bye the following week. Like, I just have oh, really? so yeah, many issues with that. The only good thing about it is we get to go over there and fucking embarrass Lawrence. <laughs> because you, you don't know, like T-Law? Like it's oh, not that you. I don't like him. It's just that I need to win the game. <laughs> so that's how I, that's well, how I look the, at it. The man. fact that they're already bringing in Tebow and Sh- or, or, may, they haven't officially signed him. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, Urban? Already trying to ruin that team. It, I, it's like, what? why? Why? Why bring this distraction of Tebow on with Lawrence and this team you're trying to like put a new fa- – it's so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I don't think they could have done anything dumber. It's yep. just, like you said, it is the ultimate distraction. Tebow is like an enigma. He moves around and has it, followers like he's like the second coming of Christ. You can't yeah, no, have it, that shit around your team. It, it's the soul. It's it's literally publicity, man. It's uh, he, he did his fucking thing with the Mets, failed experiment, and now this 33-year-old dude that hasn't been in the NFL in fucking like eight years is like, hey, let's give this 33-year-old washed up dude a shot. Let's take away this... Uh, you know, this undrafted guy's spot on a roster trying to make a team for this publicity is so fucking stupid. It's I hate so Tebow. I fuck. And he was, listen, he won a playoff game with the Broncos and against the Steelers. I don't give a fuck. That was like the worst. That was the worst Broncos year ever. They literally, like, they were nine and seven that year. They barely won games. They're winning games by like rushing for 103 yards a game because of that fucker. Like fuck Tebow. Fuck it all. I no, it's so stupid. I I hate Tebow. I hate the publicity bullshit around him. I hate it all. I fucking hate it all. Maybe this, maybe this though. Maybe I just had a I just had a thought during that solid rant. And this is what it is. <laughs> maybe, Chad, maybe they have signed on to do hard knocks. So that's, yeah, no, that's why they're bringing him in. Sole reason, yeah, that's the sole reason right? you have to think. Yeah, <laughs> but then so then they can cut him in the third episode, and we can <sighs> have him kneel down outside and pray to the Lord that the Mets minor yeah. leagues will still take him back. Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that was that was the best part because he was at the uh, so Tebow was at the first Jacksonville event in uh, UFC a few weeks ago. The the full capacity crowd, uh-huh. early May. They were like, oh, my God, just, I can't believe we're doing full capacity crowd. But it's like, Tebow's there. The Lord and Savior's not going to fucking you know, give everybody COVID if Tebow's there. He's saving all of you, all right? He's got you all covered. Oh, my God. <laughs> and there's no, not been any reported cases that have went up from that. So, hey, take out that what you will, you COVID freaks. I don't, I'm not doing the COVID shit. <laughs> I yeah, we're going to leave COVID out of this episode. Yeah, fuck the COVID. <laughs> so. <laughs> But uh, so are you a fan of the 17th game? Uh, no, I think it's stupid. I think the, the peak of the NFL was like the what it was, the 16-game season. That was pretty great for the however many years it was. Uh, no, I'm not a fan. I don't. I, I, it is what it is. It's going to change fantasy. That's what I think of. I'm selfish. It is going to change fantasy. Uh, oh, oh, it's, it's going to be fantasy well, is a big part of the NFL, and you. Know it, it is, man. but they have buys in week 14 this year, so you I have know, to Miami adjust your. Has that buy? I was like, wait, what? Yep, 18. you gotta you have to adjust playoffs to week 15, 16, 17 because there's gonna be week eighteen now. So it's a whole other th- yeah, yeah, it's a whole other thing. Yep, it's gonna be different all around. Who is, I don't like it. 
Who is the 17th game matchup that Denver got? Detroit PJ's fucking Lions, Ooh, baby. Nice. Rebuilding dumpster fire. So that's a win. Yeah. You got a nice win. There. Uh, well, so the Broncos open up against it's Giants, Jags, Jets. Those are the first three games. If they're not 3 0 after those games, I mean, come on now. <laughs> Sorry, I have to break it to you, my friend. But uh, a lot of people around here are saying the Giants are going to win 10 games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. Did you see the odds for Rodgers to Denver went up to, uh, I think it's plus 125 right now, oh which God. is the best the best it's ever been what? as of today. That's because of Bortles. Mm, yeah, because he signed with Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, we should, you and I should. All right, let's have a quick Rodgers discussion because it's so funny. <laughs> you're, you're like on the, like, uh, Burks, huge three, Nick's up five, five to go. Um, oh, shit. So the... When you when you talk to PJ, he loves it because Rogers gets out of the division, right? And then mm-hmm, I've got my mm-hmm. my cousin who's like another brother, and my and uh, my brother in law Packers fans, and then I got this other Packer fan that I work with at this one account two days a week. I, I try to bring it up, and they the attitude from Packer fans, personally, you know what I've experienced personally, really cracks me up only because they're all just like, yeah, well, if he wants to leave, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Could there be anything more devastating? I mean, for me, the the comparison would easily be Jacob Degrom saying, "You know what? Fuck you guys." Yeah. Yep. I'm out. One hundred percent, dude. I've had it. I, but if, if Jacob Degrom did that to the Mets right now, <laughs> I probably would have to stop watching baseball. Well, you have to think though. The Packers fans are used to it because Favre left and went to the fucking Vikings, right? You know, it's something like mm-hmm. they're kind of well, used to that. He went to the Jets. Too. Jets first, I know, but eventually <laughs> went to the general, Vikings. Just going to the. Jets. I know, I know. Yeah, That's yeah. Insulting yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah, but so they're just like, God damn it. Uh, I mean, Rogers should have won more than one Super Bowl by now. I mean, it's not his fault. They only won one in his entire career. I'm sorry. He's that guy. I has been the best quarterback in football for probably the last like ten years, honestly. But like, as far as like being the best quarterback like oh maybe not the best team or whatever but no, like it's probably been the best putting, quarterback in the nfc I yeah mean, putting it all together yeah yeah, yeah sure well, uh yeah but they should have they should have won last year i actually agree i mean going into the postseason it was tough to see where i mean nobody was sitting back on oh brady and, and tampa's gonna go on a run here as a wild card yeah so, no yeah, one, i mean no that, that loss that they had was just embarrassing yeah. Um, the NFC playoffs, I think what we all should learn, at least from the history of this sportscast, is that the NFC never seems to go as we expect it to. It's always everybody because the NFC South ha- always has two or three teams and everybody always goes, oh, well, you know, the Saints and well, you know, the Carolina the one year and then it's this team the other year, the Falcons, you know, it's like, oh, so maybe it's going to be one of those teams. But it, the the rest of the participants are always rogers a shitty fucking uh nfc east team and then like the the random west team you know whether it's usually seattle and then you get you know the wild card so it's kind of like the nfc man you really gotta kind of take like just sit back let them beat the shit out of each other during the regular season and then i think that's the bigger crapshoot always because it's always been afc and, and brady and now it's yep. always going to be Mahomes until somebody breaks through. You know, somebody's got to break through in the AFC, whether it's going to be Josh Allen and the Bills. I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I love my team, but everyone's all about the Browns, it. man. Everybody's still on the Browns right now. They're oh, like, because okay. the well, Chiefs what? Browns open the season, That's they're like, preview right. the AFC championship already. It's like, God damn it. Just Great. shut up. You know what? Great. <laughs> You go ahead and you keep making your fucking commercials. And let, let's see. Let's see. Because, you know, if, if Mahomes wasn't limping around in that fucking game, that game would have been 30 to whatever it was. I mean, give me a break. I, uh, I You know what? Under. Under Cleveland wins. And if they make they make the playoffs, bet against them every week. I mean, come on. Are you kidding me right yeah, now? Yeah, I mean – until they prove us otherwise, you have to bet again. It's just it's it sucks because I'm like, hey, I would like to vote. You know, have some faith behind the Browns, but yeah. until they actually show us, you can't do it. You know, it's the same thing with like the so I'm a Broncos fan. 
uh, I would absolutely love if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback for the Broncos. I'm not fucking getting my hopes up, though. Like, if it happens, it happens. I'd be pumped. But, like, realistically, it's going to be Bridgewater versus Locke, which is not exciting for me. <laughs> it's like a 9 and, I guess, what, 9 and 8 team now, right? 17-game season. So I'll tell you what I hear there. Take Locke's arm and put it on Bridgewater's body, and I think you've got yourself a stud. Yeah, let's let's make that fucking mechanical surgery happen. Can we do that? Because I'll tell you, you would be feeling pretty good. Because I think Bridgewater is just does. I don't know. I didn't see Bridgewater. Yeah, he's a smart quarterback. Like he doesn't turn the ball over, but he just he's not going to win you games. He's just going to be a game manager at best. I feel like he was better. Yeah, I feel he was better with the Vikings once he had the injury and then he came back. I didn't see. Well, maybe you know it could always be the offense too, but I didn't see. I just thought he had a better arm. I just thought he was so much better on Minnesota than he showed on Carolina. Did you well did you see that he came out? He had that interview with uh I can't Patrick Peterson has that podcast. He has a podcast with another NFL player, but he was on there talking about Joe Brady and uh the Panthers offense and saying how he's like, Yeah, they've got a lot of shit to work on because it was his first year as a coach and they never practiced two minute drills, they never practiced like red zone offense at all like at all during practice and they're like what we that was all thursday and friday was for us we only practiced that and he's like yeah carolina didn't do that so they have a lot to learn in carolina so he's like maybe trying to put the blame on them a little bit which is kind of funny but yeah you know at the end of the day it's a uh nfl is what have you done for me lately league you know like yeah, yeah, you gotta prove you gotta prove to me that you're uh putting up stats or else fuck you we're not paying you who's, <laughs> so. the, who's that coach that they have from college yeah, Joe Brady, right? It's Carolina. Matt Rule, well, Matt Rule, Matt Rule is the coach. I'm, Joe Brady's the offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah he's I'm offensive surprised coordinator. to hear. I, I mean, I would think Matt Rule. See, my I, and this is probably just me having to sit through the New York media and all the jet nonsense. But uh, to me, I, I I hope for and will watch for the Sam Darnold resurgence in in Carolina. Yeah. just because I think that. You can come up with a lot of players who have gotten raw deals over the years, but I mean, mm. just look at who he had to deal with, and it starts with Adam Gase. I mean, forget the no, I years, agree. You know, dude, so, I agree, hundred percent. Yep, the guy was a third, first round pick, third pick in the draft, third right? overall. Yeah, I know, hundred percent. You know, yep. and so it, to me, it's just like that. That guy. I mean, if they if he would have went to Miami, I would have been like, yeah, all right, let's go. I mean, you know, the guy yeah. had all the talent in the world. I know he's a UFC, USC quarterback, blah blah. But well, yeah, to it, me, it's, same it's thing. one of the bad, It's going to be one of my most followed storylines of the season. You know, mm-hmm. I just I, I want to see him sure. do it. I really do. See, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, NFL is such a where are you at league too? So it's like if Mahomes would have went to the Browns, who fucking knows? You know, he he had a year to sit behind Alex Smith and Andy Reid for a year. You know, like when he came into the league, Todd McShay from ESPN always talks about how he's like, I couldn't read the uh, the the linebacker. I couldn't read the like the, any of the linebackers. I I didn't know what blitz was coming his first year in the league. So it's yeah. just like. It's so dependent on where you go in the NFL. Like it's, yeah, some of these guys could have been studs, but they went to the wrong situation and they just didn't, you know, it's rotted away and it is what it is. Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, I hate to mention it, but again, Brady, sixth round pick, you know, but he went to Belichick. Yep. So you're you're 100% right. It's, uh, and and another one to look at coming up, um, also because PJ's on the show as well, uh, but Stafford on another team. I'm, I'm very interested yep. to see that because the way PJ always discussed it, you know, yes, we love Matt Stafford, but Matt Stafford is what he is. So I, I'm very interested to see what he becomes on another team as well. In the McVay offense, yeah. yeah. See if he can yeah. step it up. So very exciting. Yep. A lot of – a lot of uh, – I mean, God, I, we could do another hour on the NFL. I, there's so many things about the NFL that I'm excited about. and It's ridiculous. It's May, dude. It's May, and we're that excited for the NFL. They're doing something right. They had oh, a fucking – they, they, sh- 
Well, we just had yeah, a they had a group. that you yelled at me for not doing a show, and then the, the schedule gets they, dropped. They had a real, they have a show scheduled around the goddamn release of the they, schedule. The schedule. It's so I stupid. Know, I know. Seven o'clock, <laughs> prime time. Here's our schedule. It's leaked on Twitter like the, the whole advert, day before. The yeah. adverts for that during the draft. I was like, wow, they are doing everything right again. I hate. It's that. ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's yeah. just like NFL is king. I mean, it's so king. It is the king of sports. Like, sorry. Baseball's not America's pastime. It's been football for quite a while now. So. My, my buddy <laughs> yeah. who runs my main fantasy league sent me a text, and he goes, hey, uh, okay, first of all, that's a bullshit call. Oh, I hate fucking that. Um, so he goes, oh, 18 weeks, so many different fantasy implications, and I'm like, mind blown. I'm like, I didn't even think about that. I'm like, we get an extra week of fantasy. Let's fucking go. But I hate I hate even number of regular season games because more of a chance for a tie. Always hate that. Yeah. Always hate that. Yeah, it's worse. But uh sorry, Ammon and Pete were just flooding me with text right now and I got distracted really fast. Are you supposed to be doing a uh, commentary after this? <laughs> No, we originally, yeah, I was going to triple up tonight, and then oh, we really? pushed nice. it, thankfully. Yeah, no, we pushed it, thank God. So Yeah, you got to wait late for him, and that's always a problem. Yeah, it's always 11 central, 9 his time. It's great for him, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's midnight for you guys on the East Coast. Not for me. I don't do uh, I do not do commentaries with him. That's, that's, that's Pete's problem. That's Pete's cross the hair. It's true. Very true. Very true. <laughs> all right well good stuff man this has been a great time um hopefully the audio held up but uh honestly i think what's going to happen is you guys are going to hear chad better than me and that is awesome uh always great to have you on the show you are nba insider and um i think we'll have you back probably post um playing because I'd love to, you know, we'll see how that all plays out. But I think yeah, see how it goes. Yeah, I think that's the next step here. Hopefully, Luca survives, and unfortunately, hopefully, the Lakers survive. But just so we can have them in the playoffs, and my Knicks are God Almighty, really struggling to win this game right here. But they're up to, they're up to with a minute to go. DeRozan just had a terrible foul on Randall. I love it, and his gay pink uh, sneakers. You shouldn't be wearing those unless you're on the heat. And uh, oh, he's a Joker tattoo on his Ooh. right shoulder. Have you ever seen that? Uh, on who? On on, on DeRozan? DeRozan. Yeah, his, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, 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 yeah. He's got that. He's, got, oh, he's tatted oh. up. USC. That's it's Romeo. Uh, what's his name? So Lil Romeo, Master P. Do you remember Master P, the yeah, rapper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So his son Lil Romeo went to USC. His best friend was Demar Derozan. They went there together because Demar Derozan's like. The NBA prospect, then of course he got drafted in the first round, but Romeo wasn't good enough to make it to the NBA. But uh, they went there together. That was the package deal. Oh, well, the uh, MVP yep. of the uh, NBA, uh, Julius Randle, just hit a step back, <laughs> step back too. They're under under nice. a minute to go, up four. <laughs> you mean MIP, not MVP? Okay, that's right. Most that's improved. Right. That's most right. improved. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Yep. That's fine. Yep. Get coach of yep. the year, most improved player. <laughs> but uh, can I say that his teammate uh, Rose will probably get some votes as well? Yeah, that's true. Uh, you, do you hate Calipari? Do you hate Calipari? Do you like him? Oh, I, like I don't Calipari. remember. I always like Calipari. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you like Randall because you played for him at Kentucky? It's fine. No, right. no, I don't even know. Honestly, dude, I didn't even know that. Don't. No. <laughs> I didn't know that, so don't don't get on me. But the, the, right, listen, right. I just don't like, and this is another show, but I don't like college anymore because of the one and dones. Because now the Duke is a one and done, and I think you're – uh, UNC is probably going to turn one and done too. We've been that way. What do you mean? Yeah, really? we talked about it. UNPJ and I talked about Colby White was a one and done, but I didn't realize that it was like a factory like Duke was trying to. No, do. it's not nearly like that. Yeah, Duke and Kentucky are, yeah, there are, there are other levels of that. North Carolina has more players. North Carolina just doesn't have good players to go to the NBA most of the time. Like they're, well, they're a really good college team. The, the, they're just kind of middling NBA players for the most part. They're bench yeah, players. But, Danny Green, who would have thunk? Danny Green's been in the NBA the longest of like a lot of North Carolina players. Well, I think he's Duke, won two titles. Yeah, but Duke, like from the teams that I watched and and rooted for in the '90s and stuff, they're all meddling NBA players too. I mean, the the most successful sure. Duke player 
right now is probably Kyrie, Tate, and he was in the Tatum, game. Tatum, and Kyrie, yeah, Tatum, and they played yeah, there for. Yeah. You know, Kyrie played ten games there, and I know, Tatum was a one, season, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's the ultimate one and done. Yeah, I don't consider Kyrie a Blue Devil. He played literally ten games and then got hurt and never played again. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's absolutely weird. Um, yeah, but I hate it. I, I I hate maybe when the Cameron Crazies are back this season. Uh, maybe I can get into it again, but I think I've already pledged my allegiance to Rutgers. So yeah, you did. You, yeah, I you, did. You That's did fine. that during the tournament. I'm cool with it. Uh, you got to commit. I want to see you wearing a Rutgers hoodie this next college basketball season. All right. I mean, I'll tell my brother <laughs> to buy me one for Christmas. I mean, Shashevsky is a scary looking. I mean, who's worse, him or fucking Popovich? I'm looking at right now on mm. TV. Oh, bogus call. Get out of here, DeRozan. Oh, this this is getting good. Twenty seconds, four point game. Ah, oh, Tibbs, love you, buddy. Love you. See, get the heat game. I don't even have the game you have. You don't See. have this on ESPN. Oh, it bounced off Nilakina's foot. It's actually not Nick's ball. All right, all right. Let me go so I can uh, Chad and I can scream at the end of this game. Um, great times, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Absolutely. Hell yeah. We will. Uh, we'll do this again soon. We're going to close out this NBA season in style here on the Binge Sportscast. Call us up, uh, 708-316-8822. When PJ's back, we'll listen to your voicemails. And, uh, you know, bring in some baseball talk and obviously NBA talk. And uh, let's take advantage of this. A lot of action coming up this spring, early summer. And I'm excited for it. Everybody enjoy your Memorial Day. That's like two weeks away. We're going to do a show before then. Don't listen to me. (laughs) Don't listen to me. I'm drunk. But, hey, everybody... Have a good night, and see you. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash BingeMedia. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And don't forget, shut up, I'm wasted. <laughs>